time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. Is there such a thing as the worst financial product in the world? We're going to talk about it on today's episode. Welcome to the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. Walter Storholt here with you alongside Glenn Mosseller, registered financial consultant and the founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting in Greensboro on Muir's Chapel Road. Find us online by going to greensbororetirement.com. Is there such a thing as the worst financial product? What do you think, Glenn? Well, Walter, I mean, I, <laughs> this, is, this is an answer that we've often heard, and I, and I can hear people out there kind of you know, r- you know, rolling their eyes and say, oh, I know, Glenn's going to say it depends. And obviously, it does depend. It depends upon the particular situation, right? Because what might be a good fit for one is not necessarily the right fit for another. And I think whether or not it's good, bad, or indifferent has to do with the situation that that particular financial product is being applied to. Are you with me? Yep, I got you. I don't think anybody ever rolls their eyes at you, though, Glenn. I, I would, I would <laughs> venture to guess that that's never happened someone listening to the show, no matter how many times we say it depends. <laughs> well, I know, I know when I teach workshops, you know, when, when I look out there and, you know, when there's a question asked, you know, you can see you know, people say, I know it depends, right? <laughs> okay. Maybe a few groans, but, but, but no, no eye rolls, those kinds of things. There you go. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it's going to depend. There may be a worst financial product out there to someone, right? But then other ones might be uh, a great financial product for other people that might be the worst one for other folks. So it really kind of comes down to the fit. If it's a bad fit for you, it's going to seem like the worst financial product ever. No, I, I mean, I think that's more correct, Walter. I mean, it, it really does. I mean, you know, different folks are in different situations, you know, different ages, different uh, risk tolerances, different requirements, different desires you know, different needs. I mean, it, there's a lot of variables there that, that make a difference as to whether or not something is going to be a good fit or not. You know, I mean, that, you know, there's, you know, different folks talk about different types of investments, different types of insurance products. I've heard folks, you know, will say that, you know, well, you know, annuities are, you know, annuities are great or annuities are good or annuities are bad or, you know, that it's all over the map, right? And it just depends upon what are you trying to accomplish, you know, with, with a certain amount of money. I mean, that's one example. I've heard the same thing about, you know, permanent life insurance. Some folks say, oh, well, that's just, you know, way too expensive and, and this and that, you know, and the, 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 be- the best idea is, is you know, is, is term insurance. And it, again, it depends. I mean, there are certain situations where term insurance is the best fit. There are other situations where permanent life insurance, you know, makes a lot of sense. It also depends upon do those financial products have additional benefits tied to them? You know, one thing that kind of comes to mind with, you know, with some of the insurance products is, is that, you know, sometimes they have additional, um, you know, chronic care or long-term care riders to them that, that give them the ability to, you know, to act in multiple ways, you know, give folks the ability to, you know, to hedge different risks with one particular product. So, you know, it, it really does truly depend upon what is your particular situation? What risks are you exposed to? You know, what do you want to, you know, try to protect and, you know, guard against? There's a variety of different situations out there that exist. You know, I mean, I, I've, I've had situations where folks come in and, you know, we talk about what their income needs are in retirement, you know, and, and I've had extremes where, you know, I have, uh, you know, folks, you know, obviously Mr. and Mrs. are both going to have their Social Security benefits and situations where both Mr. and Mrs., you know, have pensions and their income needs are taken care of by all those different income streams that they have. Well, their, their needs are going to be significantly different than some, you know, than a couple or an individual who has a Social Security, you know, uh, benefit 
but they may not have any other, you know, income stream that, that you know, that's there and their, their lifestyle is at one level and their, and their, you know, social security benefits are at another and there's a gap. Well, obviously, in most people, when I, that I, when I talk to them about that, they'd like to have that gap, you know, be filled, you know, with reliable income. So in that situation, we're going to have a different conversation with, with that individual or that couple than I would with somebody else who has all their income needs, you know, kind of satisfied. Does that make sense? It does make uh, sense, Glenn. I think it's something that we've got to evaluate. Have you seen some examples maybe of bad fitting financial products, just so we can get a good illustration of like what, what that looks like? What is it when, when we encounter one of these bad financial products because it's not a fit for somebody's portfolio? Sure. Well, I mean, Walter, I mean, that oftentimes, you know, it comes into play, you know, with, like what we were just talking about, right? I mean, I have seen situations where, you know, where folks, you know, didn't really have a, additional income needs and, you know, and maybe they purchased, a, you know, an insurance product, maybe an annuity that, that had some principal protection, you know, elements in it. And but yet, you know, they, they had purchased something that had that had an additional charge for a rider that they didn't need. And so they were being, you know, they were being charged that additional fee. And, you know, and, you know, if, if they didn't have that, you know, extra fee on there, then it may have been a much better fit, but it was costing them and they, and they had, a, they were going to have difficulty trying to get out of that. You know, I mean, that's, you know, be one example. I've seen a scenario where, you know, where it's also on the other side. It's, you know, it might be in the securities or in the investment side when folks, you know, are, you know, are traveling into retirement. And they've got way more way more risk on than they should in terms of their portfolio and their retirement savings. And, and I've seen situations where they they don't have a, a strategy in place to protect them if the markets were to turn down, and they still needed to take income from you know from that account you know for a number of years. You know a downturn you know might you know may you know last for a while. And in terms of taking money out of that account. It ends up being very, very expensive distributions if they're having to take money out while their account value is down. And, you know, to add insult to injury, they oftentimes have to pay taxes on top of that. And so, you know, the account value that you've actually had to extract for income never has the opportunity to recover, you know, when the, the, the overall, your, maybe your account value recovers, but the dollars that you had to take out didn't have an opportunity to recover. And so that would be, a, you know, that would be a challenging, you know, piece of the puzzle too. I mean, there's, there's a lot of different scenarios that come into play. And that's why we always say that there's not, never a one size fits all and everybody's situation is different. And we really need to evaluate whether or not what, are, what is your current strategy and, and does, it, does it make sense with where you are and what you're trying to accomplish. All incredibly important to consider. And I think when we start looking at some of these questions, um, I start to think about how often you're encountering this kind of stuff. I mean, how often is somebody coming into your office and you're looking under the hood of their portfolio and you find some really ill-suited investments? Is this a, a rarity or happening on a daily basis almost? Well, I wouldn't necessarily say a daily basis, Walter, but, you know, but I mean, it's not uncommon when, you know, if I'm, if I'm meeting with somebody for the first time or we're sitting down and maybe, you know, maybe somebody is, um, maybe they have an, you know, a, a, an existing advisor who has a real specialty in the accumulation years, but maybe they don't have as, as many, uh, as many skills or experience in the retirement years. You know, there are times when there are some situations where, you know, maybe their, their portfolio could, you know, could be repositioned to be better suiting them, you know, given where they are in life. Those are situations that, you know, that certainly, you know, come up and, you know, that you see, you know, there are other times, you know, that, that, you know, you think folks haven't really thought through, you know, when and how they're going to take social security, you know, and, you know, and they're saying, well, we're planning on doing this, or maybe they've already done that. 
So it's just like, well, we, you know, sometimes it's, it's, it's difficult to, to redo some things or, or undo some things. But, you know, you do see things happen, you know, when, when folks have, you know, have, you know, have not really, you know, gone through that planning process and looking at, you know, how do I make this transition from the accumulation years to the preservation and distribution years of retirement? You know, saving for retirement is quite different than living in retirement. You save the monies into your into your different retirement accounts, so you'd have that money in retirement. And so, oftentimes, you have to really think in terms of you know, are the strategies that got you here the strategies that are going to you know going to be able to take you through the you know through the, your retirement? And really think about it. I mean, when you're putting money away, that's different than taking money out. And uh, and that sounds so obvious, but yet at the same time, you know, it, it's it, it is. But oftentimes, the you know, the strategies and the repositioning of of things has not yet has not yet happened. You know, and those conversations oftentimes haven't happened with you know with folks that are you know maybe maybe they either are do it yourselfer or maybe they have an advisor that you know that's an advisor at their with their four hundred one k you know that they talk to maybe once a year or or maybe they you know all they've you know that consultation is maybe just talked about you know well what you know what particular you know funds might they invest in or you know what's their risk tolerance or something like that but it hasn't really gone into the depths of how do you make that transition to you know living in retirement and making sure that your money lasts and your goals are achieved. Well, I, how bad is it when we have these ill-fitting investments? I mean, are these you know bombs sitting inside of a portfolio waiting to go off and wreak havoc, or are the or can we usually diffuse those or rescue uh, those problems when you find these ill-fitting products and bad financial products in quotation marks in somebody's portfolio? Well, Walter, again, I mean, it, it always depends, right? I mean, there are there are situations, like I say, where where it's difficult to undo something, you know, if it really doesn't fit. You know, oftentimes, you know, we can, you know, work around it and, you know, and have a longer term strategy to, you know, maneuver and be, be able to position things with a strategy that, that will make sense, you know, longer term. I hesitate to say that, you know, that, that it's like every, you know, every situation that's there, you know, has, has got has got big problems because that's not that's not really true. There are some situations that do have big problems, but there's some that have have smaller problems. But the key is, is that sometimes those smaller problems can grow into bigger problems if they're not addressed. Right. I mean, you know, it's that's and that's normal to kind of think in terms of that. I mean, you you know, you see that with just about anything. It's like if something is, is awry and it goes unchecked. You know, over time, it you know the, it just it grows and it becomes it becomes a significant problem. Whereas if it had been dealt with at the beginning or earlier on, that you know then then it wouldn't necessarily have to be a problem as as you go forward in time. You with me? I'm with you. I'm with you. All right. So as we look at different financial products and and try to figure this out, Glenn, and what makes sense for different people's situation. I mean, what kind of impact can you make on a financial plan to get somebody out of an unsuitable investment. I mean, can you turn the whole thing around when once you get things in the right place? Well, yeah, Walter. I mean, the the key is 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 having the conversation and having the, the you know the look at and, and the analysis done as to you know where are you in life? You know, what do you have in your portfolio? What do you have in the different accounts that are going to be there to you know for you you know in your retirement? Is there a coordinated strategy there that makes sense? You know, and and is it a retirement strategy? Is it an income planning strategy? Is it a strategy that's going to help you perhaps, you know, save in taxes and, you know, and all the things that, you know, that that could become that becomes an issue or can become an issues when, you know, when you start taking money out and you start living in retirement? That is really the key is, 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 you know, taking a look at and spending the time with and doing doing a deep dive and looking and saying, hey, 
continuing down the road with this, with what you currently have set up, does that make sense? Sometimes the answer is yes. Sometimes the answer is no. And if the answer is no, then the, you know, the question is, is, you know, well, you know, is, is it, is it something that is dire that needs to be done, you know, dealt with right away? Is it something that can be, you know, kind of phased into a different strategy? And again, it really depends, Walter. And, and, and But the key is, is being able to sit down and having a look and having a conversation and saying, you know, hey, ask some different questions. You know, what is your you know, goal for, you know, having the money positioned like this? You know, what is, what is that supposed to accomplish? And when is it supposed to accomplish that? And you start digging in deeper and you start having, you know, more conversation about, you know, what's there and why is it, why is it in the portfolio? And, you know, and how did you arrive at that as, as being a strategy or, you know, or, or being there that way? And oftentimes, we find that, well, maybe maybe that was put in place a long time ago, or oftentimes it's, it's, it's surprising, but there are times when folks say, you know what, I don't really know why that's there, but you know, I remember a few years ago we did that for some reason. And again, maybe that reason made sense at that time, but there might be reasons to rearrange things or, or think differently depending upon where you are and what you need to accomplish. Well, great points as always, Glenn, and I think this makes a lot of sense for us to try and consume this and remember that retirement planning products, financial products, uh, and strategies, they aren't good or bad. They're like tools, and you need to use the right tools for the right job, and not everybody's job is the same to accomplish. Sometimes we have different responsibilities and goals, and we need to take all of that into account, of course. And if you've got any questions for Glenn and want to talk about the tools that are in your toolbox, are they the right fit for your job? Give him a call. 336-291-3535 is the number. That's 336-291-3535. And you can also go online to greensbororetirement.com. That's greensbororetirement.com. And click on the free consultation button at the bottom of the page. You can schedule a call right there from your smartphone or computer and have a conversation with Glenn here in the near future. Just go to greensbororetirement.com. Dot com. Glenn, thanks so much for the help and assistance on today's show. Always enjoyable getting the chance to chat with you and learn a little bit about the financial landscape. And we'll do it again next time. Sounds great, Walter. Talk to you soon. Talk to you soon as well. That's Glenn Mosseller. I'm Walter Storholt. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you next time on the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. <laughs> 